0: So, right, are we going to start this fucking thing? Or, no, oh, no, no. No, I, no I'm sugar. not done yet.
1: I, I haven't circled oh. back around to poop yet.
0: I was hoping we could avoid it. All right.
1: So, in Everybody the context of all this, a, a lot of this was just me making healthier lifestyle choices. It's like, yeah. okay, my, my blood works off. I should, you know what? It's always healthy to drink less. Okay, it's always healthy to get more veggies. Okay, it's it's, it's yeah. healthy to exercise. You know, just like we'll just make good life choices. But, mm-hmm. like, on the Bristol stool chart, my poops are, you know, generally oh, kind of like a type six, too, too mushy. You know, like this sounds like some Kellogg bullshit. Well, what I did was I started drinking Yakults. What's that? Uh, it's it's a probiotic drink popular in Japan, and uh, it's got L K C I in it. It's it's is a, it like a yogurt drink? Yeah, yeah, it's like a thing? yogurt drink. Yeah, but the, but the okay. idea is to promote good gut flora. Yes, and let me tell you. We need to do ad reads for Yakult because with, since I, I've been drinking them for a couple of weeks now, and since I started, my poops are regular and solid and mighty. <laughs> and I don't know if it's like a placebo effect, but damn, I am pooping with pride these days.
2: I, okay. I had to look up the Bristol stool chart because I was not familiar <laughs> with this until now. And I've learned a couple of things already. First of all, I have learned that on AliExpress, you can buy a nice tin sign of the Bristol (laughs) stool chart to hang directly in front of your toilet. Fuck, I'm getting one. So that your guests can evaluate their stools (laughs) right away, saving valuable healthcare provider time. So there are seven types here. And this particular chart I'm looking at Has each has each type a sample cartoonish image of what they're describing, and then a layman's terms description of what they're describing. Oh, thank God! I thought you were going to say photograph. So no, no photographs. But but we're not doing like some medical textbook description here. Type two is sausage shaped but lumpy. <laughs> is this does this come from Bristol, England?
0: No, the sign is on
2: AliExpress.com. No, no, no.
1: Uh, yes, it is from Bristol, England. But Same specifically. country. The, the game
0: is homeopathy. Can we move on? No, 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 no. no. The...
1: This is the Bristol Royal Infirmary. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes,
0: and the Bristol and, and and the British Royals also believe in homeopathy. Can we? Move uh, yeah, but on? it's, the it's a diagnostic. To be like they use it all over the world. You would live to be be that
2: age too if
0: you had as much money as they do.
2: But here's the—I want to. There's one more thing I want to tell you about these descriptions, which is I do think they need better writers because three (laughs) of the seven are all some form of sausage-like. It's like (laughs) sausage, (laughs) but this. I I understand, but come up with something else here. I would like to limit the time
0: we spend on this podcast talking about poop, if that is okay with you guys. I'm willing to limit it to no more than a third. We're going to have to come down from that, but we can negotiate (laughs)
1: later. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Shut up.
0: You shut up. You let the announcer guy do that.
1: All right, right, let's get this shit show
2: started. (laughs) Hi, everybody. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. You made the
1: pun. I was going to say, that was a good pun. pun. You can't blame me
0: for that. I thought, oh, okay. All right. Everyone shut up. (laughs) Don't react to my jokes.
1: Warning.
2: This podcast contains spoilers, but you shouldn't care. Welcome to Hey James, Watch This, a celebration of mediocrity. In this and indeed
1: every episode, Russ and Fry will try to convince their friend James why he should watch an absolutely unnecessary film. Hey James, Watch This.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Hey, James. Watch This. I am James. I'm Russ. (laughs) And I'm Fry. And now I would like to talk about Detour. Detour. One of the cool things about watching old movies is that things have changed, I mean, in in many ways quite a bit. Like music, for example. And I love the fact that the song that comes on the jukebox, because I... I had kind of forgotten about that detail where he hears the song and it takes him back. It sounds indistinguishable from the other songs that were playing on the yeah. jukebox. Because <laughs> I was not paying that close attention. It's all just like, wah, 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 Like, it's all just background noise. I like that style of music, but it all sounds the same to me. <laughs> and he's like, it's this song. And I'm like, what are you talking it's about? Like the Muted same song just played? And- this man is the saddest sack in the world. He looks like a, like a kick dog. He looks
1: like, like Droopy Dog, doesn't he?
0: He does. I love the fact that every conversation he has, even at the beginning when he's sort of relatively happy before you know his his girl says she's going out to LA to get famous, he's he's always like, "But what about me? Uh-huh. But but I'm here." He's a nice and, guy. And in any other movie, I would find him really grating. But because I know it's not going to end well for him, it's kind of a good setup in this one. <laughs> And then I wrote, "Your dreams should die," but I don't remember specifically what I'm referring to. <laughs> oh, I think he was referring to someone else's dreams should die for him. Is what his his, his girl's dreams. The only
1: honest thing about
0: this man is his piano playing. <laughs> Everything else <laughs> about this guy reads as sketchy as hell to me.
1: And here's what's funny: we only hmm. see him. We we never see him play piano except in flashback when he's describing it.
0: Correct. In True. the very beginning, he's playing piano. But while he's playing, it does seem to whether or not he's that good, it does seem like his emotions are kind of coming through in the in the way he's changing songs and everything like that part felt honest. The rest of this movie no. He gets tipped ten dollars at the bar. That is a hundred and eighty dollars yeah. today in nineteen forty two money. That is a chunk and he, of change. And he and he treats it like
1: it's nothing. Jeez. Well he's
0: sad. Um, he's gotta
1: follow his best gal, the California. I think it's super interesting
0: that we don't really. So a lot of times in old movies, you'll hear a voice coming out of the phone like wah wah wah. You know, you can't understand what it's saying, but you hear something. We don't hear anything on any any time he's on the phone from the other side. That is very interesting. Yep, Uh, I love that
1: choice. Do you know the other time that that shows up very prominently? Hmm. Taxi driver. Huh. Oh, There's an amazingly okay. famous scene where Travis Bickle is trying to get back with, uh, what's her name? And after they had that terrible date, and all you hear is his side of the payphone conversation. Right, exactly. And it's a fucking tragedy. I love that scene. So what you're
0: saying is Taxi Driver Stole from Detour. Fantastic. Well, um, yeah.
1: I mean, of course, Taxi Driver Stole from Every Noir. It's, it, it is itself a film noir.
0: Yes. And, and, uh, and I was quickly reminded what year this was because we hear about casual sexual assault spoken about as though you know when he when he meets up with the i forget the guy's name the the owner of the owner of the vehicle and and he's like oh you know you pick up a girl you think she's gonna be nice and i'm like she would not have scratched you if you did not do something he just acts like and she scratched me could you believe it like fuck bullshit ass or ass exactly i don't know what this is about but i'm gonna read it i wrote sword wound infection madness eye slash that might have been from something else (laughs) <laughs> okay let's just skip that
1: that's that's your next D D campaign
0: that's possible okay vera the woman he meets along the way who, who basically uh, uh holds him hostage at least according to his version is unpleasant sketchy and sharp as hell and i love her oh she
1: man is she is character. a bitch on wheels that is a, Vera's she, great she
0: is but like i think i maybe have bad taste in women because i was like ah, i got to dinner with oh her.
1: <laughs> she would fuck your yeah. dick off
2: Yeah, And then steal your identity and terrain your
0: bank account. Yes, absolutely, a thousand percent. And then I wrote, well, Vera's dead. Isn't that convenient? But I think we should discuss the method by which she dies because it's really important to this scene. (laughs) As Russ and and Fry said, as you both said last time, this is the most preposterous thing that has ever happened. (laughs) She takes the phone and she gets drunk. She takes the phone into another room, threatens to call the cops, locks her door... And all he does is pull on the phone cord to try and rip it out of the phone,
1: supposedly, and it strangles her to death. That That's is pretty suspicious. Not what happened.
2: <laughs> that is absolutely I mean, he, he, not what is
1: happened.
0: It, he murdered her with his sure? own two hands.
2: You know, if there's reasonable doubt, you you have to you have. Well, to this quit.
0: isn't. Well, this isn't a court of law, and I say he's guilty.
2: But to, um, to some degree, this this movie plays like he's explaining himself to the detectives who we, we see getting into the car. I'm sure yeah. he
0: is. He's lying his ass off.
2: Um, and and I feel like, you know, you get this in front of a jury, you play this movie for them. Th- do you this convince is not a court- one person... I think maybe you get one person to believe maybe that's true. I I and, don't think and, it's and, impossible. And
0: if, and if prosecution has a good lawyer, it's a mistrial, and they go again. They're going to get your ass for this. Uh, and then I wrote next, this man is a certified murderer. <laughs> there is <laughs> no question as to his qualifications. I mean, look, and in, then,
2: in, in like mm, two weeks or a week or however much time passed in this movie, it was hard to yeah. tell. He did kill two people, but, you know, lots of us have bad weeks. <laughs> sure. Stay away from me when you're having a bad week. <laughs> uh, there's a
0: quote from the end of the movie that I think, Russ, may, you may have mentioned last time. Fate could put the, the finger the on you,
1: or me, or anybody, for no reason at all. For,
0: the part I want to focus on is the for no reason at all. Yeah. Well, isn't that interesting? <laughs> for no reason at all. Oh, yeah, no. no. It's not because you're a shithead who makes bad decisions and, at this point, a murderer... It's because, oh, it's fate. It's the universe is out to get me, poor little me. I love this movie. This movie is fantastic. It's great. I love to hate the main character. I, I think it's great. I loved every second of it. It was well paced. I was never bored for a second.
1: If it isn't the consequences of my own actions, yes.
0: The only things I like, I didn't like about this movie were the things that place it in the era it is vis-a-vis treatment of women. In this case, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, and there is one line in the movie that I should mention. This movie, as far as I remember, only has white characters in it, but it still manages to be racist because, uh, well, I guess that in and of itself is a little. But there is a line where when when, when the the driver that, that he kills picks up the main character, he says, oh, that's very white of you. I was like, what the fuck? Because I had <laughs> subtitles on. That's what he said. And I was like, excuse me, sir. Yeah. So this is a pretty rough movie. I mean, as any movie from this period would be. But other than that, I enjoyed it.
1: I toured a canning factory recently, <laughs> and <laughs> it was uh canning Don't an old know where you're going thing. with this, but I yeah. can't wait it, to hear it. It was an old canning factory that has now been converted to a museum, and Fish, I thought...
0: Fish, meat, what are we looking at?
1: Uh, it was uh, salmon. It was for canning mm-hmm. salmon. And I thought this was going to be a very boring tour, and it yes. was not. I was enraptured. (laughs) I could not have been more interested in everything. You got to play around with stuff. They turned the machines on, the old machines. Like it was super cool. And my favorite part of the tour now remember, this factory probably had, this canning factory probably had its heyday around about the same time as Detour would have been in theaters, right? Okay. And there was a machine. At this canning factory that had a plaque on it. It was a brass plaque that was made. A, a company made this and they riveted it onto this machine. And this machine was called the Iron Chuck, because it could do the work of 30 Chinamen.
2: Oh my God.
1: It was this a, just a different, now. horrible time.
0: I mean I suspect I suspect it was a one off but I don't know maybe not. No, it was, a whole it was not things. a one off. Oh god. That's really messed up.
1: Boys, yeah. it is animated action. What do we have? Oh, what? dear. Oh, Deary, gracious sakes alive. I don't know what Fry was expecting but <laughs> we got something.
2: A fry.
1: Well, well we, no, I mean, no, it's not his turn. It's fucking yeah, untimed text.
2: Yeah, on this part of the podcast, Russ usually asks us some questions. And
0: yeah, yeah, I'm we
1: play, get, we play a game here. Oh,
0: right, I forgot about the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, the points <laughs> and everything.
1: So, the scores on Untitled.txt are 27 to Fry 21 to James, and all of the answers today are going to be animated action movies, or the best I yeah, can come yeah. up with, because animated action isn't really a category, um, there's just animated right. movies that have action in them. Yeah, right, right. So, away we go. Art directors Dean Gordon and Patrick O'Keefe and their team turned to Cubism to help represent the dimensional quakes seen in this movie. Cubist art often presents a collection of different views all happening at the same time, so it was a natural metaphor for the multiple universes converging in this movie.
0: I've seen TV series where that I can think, of, but not movies. Hmm. <laughs>
1: you have all seen this movie.
0: Is this, um, Nazca in the Valley of the
2: Wind?
1: No. Okay. I hmm. almost put that one on this list. How interesting!
2: I can't tell you all the ones I can think of don't have dimensional quakes in them, so, so I got nothing for this. I do have one more guess. Is this Titan AE? Oh
1: no, no, I no, can't no. remember if there's. Boys, stuff you should be ashamed that. because there has been a clue hiding in plain sight this entire time. That is oh. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Right. Oh, that was really. Right. That was yes. really good. I,
0: I don't remember the dimensional quake part because it was so I mean I I do, but it was so character focused, that's what I remember about it, yeah.
1: For listeners, there is a poster of Into the Spider Verse behind my head as we record.
0: Yeah, but this. that's <clears throat> come on, that doesn't count. <laughs>
1: No, no, no. I was, Remember, visual medium. I just, I pointed, and that doesn't translate to. No, podcasting. I meant it doesn't, it doesn't, that doesn't mean it increased our chances because this would have been the one and only time. A canny choice of the marketing department was to give this film a release date of September 9th, 2009,
0: or 999. Oh, 9. Ah! I actually have a small comment about 9.
1: It's underrated and
0: great? Well, here's the thing. I saw a shorter version of that film that had no dialogue, and I loved it. And then when they released it, it had dialogue, and it lost me completely. And I don't know why. I just didn't like it. It shouldn't have had dialogue.
1: Yeah, the the feature length was sold on the strength of the short.
0: Yeah, the short was great, but the feature length I didn't like. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Podcasters, well, and everything else, Justin McElroy and Travis McElroy were originally set to voice appliances. Trolls
0: 3. What? Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, we're originally set to voice appliances in this movie. However, during production, their distinctive voices were replaced with the sounds of real appliances. appliances.
2: <laughs> voice appliances. <laughs> oh, it was Trolls 2 they said they were gonna be in. I mean, this can't be right, but this is the only thing I can think of where, where there might be voiced appliances. Is there a Beauty and the Beast adaptation they were going to be in?
1: Oh, uh, see, so you're thinking magic. Think smart homes.
2: Oh, smart homes. Okay. Uh,
0: what about, I have never seen this, but what about cars?
1: Boys, that is the Mitchells versus the Machines. Oh, oh yes! yes. <laughs> According to art director Scott Wantanabe, this movie is set in an alternate future where after the 1906 earthquake, San Francisco was rebuilt by Japanese immigrants using techniques that allow movement and flexibility in a seismic event. After the city was finished being rebuilt, it was renamed San Fransokyo due to it being a city with Japanese and American architecture combined.
2: Oh, is that Akira? No, nope. uh,
1: uh, Akira is set famously uh, in Neo-Tokyo.
2: I know oh, I've right. seen this, and I've actually I think I've seen it fairly recently of all things. Because I was I remarking I on that name, so. I was like, "That's a really interesting uh, choice for the name." I'm going to hate myself when you tell me what this was, but I can't think of it.
1: Big Hero Six.
0: Oh, I didn't see that. That's exactly oh, you didn't right. see it? I, hmm.
1: Absolutely. So my recommendation for today: go watch Big Hero Six. It is cute. It is charming. It is lo- oh, it's so good. It's so good.
2: Thank yeah, God. it's 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 really worth it. Yeah.
1: The protagonist's name, Poe, was chosen as an homage to the television series the Kung-, Kung... Fu Panda. Yeah, the Kung boom! Fu Panda. Got it in one. Yeah, nice. Chosen as an homage to the television series Kung Fu and the blind master Poe as played by yes. K. Luke. Yes. This movie was inspired by a long-running science fiction magazine of the same title, which began in Europe as Metal Erlant. Most of the story segments are based on... Heavy that? metal? That's the one!
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Most of the story segments are based on stories that appeared in the magazine. The population of the city of Frank in this movie is 78 septillion, 899 sextillion, 293 quintillion, 934 quadrillion, 872
2: trillion, Would that be humans? No. Sorry, what was the name of the city? Frank. Oh, oh, oh. Is it oh. Reboot?
1: Nope. No, that no, was, no, no, The no, city no. Reboot is, was um, mainframe.
0: Oh, I know what this is. I know what this is, but I can't. I don't have it.
1: Osmosis Jones. Yeah, uh, there you
0: go. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of.
1: Vitruvius was a Roman author and architect in the first century B.C., best known for his Multi-volume work titled De Architectura. Etymologically, the word architect derives from the Greek words meaning master and builder. In what movie do we see a modern Vitruvius?
2: Percy Jackson.
1: No, <laughs> I think voice voiced by Morgan Freeman. Oh, I no, will. When you say
2: a modern Vitruvius, like the,
1: the character is named Vitruvius.
2: The character's it's not like he literally was some kind of immortal...
1: No, no, the character's name, Vitruvius. Okay. okay. And again, I'm going to read the second sentence in that question. The word architect derives from the Greek words meaning master and builder. Oh, this sounds really familiar. <laughs> <laughs> These questions are so
2: hard. <laughs> God, yes. I, I got nothing. No, I, I don't either.
1: The Lego Movie.
2: Oh, oh, I didn't oh, see that. Oh, of course. <laughs> but of course. I didn't see it either, but obviously. <laughs> yeah, makes sense.
1: Clothing. With its textures, weaving, and stitching is notoriously difficult to achieve in computer animation. Given that there are over 95 different outfits worn by the characters in this movie, a tailor was brought into the studio to explain the intricacies of clothing design.
0: This isn't that stupid Final Fantasy Spirits Within movie, is it?
1: No, and it doesn't help that one of the characters in this movie is literally a fashion designer.
0: Oh, it's
2: Incredibles. The
1: Incredibles.
2: Yep. She's my Watch, favorite character. <laughs> watched Edna. some of that movie yesterday, too. It's a shame I, I didn't think of that in time.
1: Edna mm-hmm. Mode. Ooh. And lastly, gentlemen, the, this is the first Disney animated film that is not a musical, does not contain any songs, neither performed by characters or even sung in the background.
0: That is going to be uh, The Sword
1: in the Stone. Oh, very good guess. That's not right.
0: Oh, wow. Very good guess. No, that wasn't Disney. Black Cauldron? No, that wasn't Disney.
1: Black Cauldron? No, that wasn't Disney. Because remember, The Sword in the Stone famously opens with a song about The Sword in the Stone.
0: Oh, Son of a Beasting, you're right.
1: I say famously. I'm literally the only person on Earth that could sing that song right now. Yeah, I that's, don't remember. Then a, a miracle appeared. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I remember that. In London Town! This is also the first Walt Disney movie to feature the classic Walt Disney Pictures logo with the white castle and the blue background. First one to do that. Any chance you'd give us a year? 1985. 85.
0: Actually, Disney did sponsor some animal documentaries back, I think, even before that. So, I don't know if those count, but... Well, ah. remember
1: I also said the first Disney animated film.
0: Oh, crud. You're right.
1: boys that was the black cauldron oh
0: shoot okay Okay. yeah
1: what a what a what a performance that was one to fry
0: russ when you go back and and listen to the recording i thought i said that but maybe maybe i said something else you said sword in the stone no i said something after that i said very good guess no that wasn't disney black cauldron no that wasn't disney black cauldron no that wasn't disney i think well anyway never mind doesn't matter oh did you say the 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 black cauldron I'm pretty sure I did, but <gasps> check the tape in case I said something else, okay. like the
1: Black Knight or some dumb thing. I yeah. will provide a correction if necessary. I'm, I'm saying
0: it now because if I did say it, it's gonna, we're going to sound like we're crazy if we
1: don't acknowledge yes. it. Yes, no, 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 record, I, no. no. I'm, I'm leaving all this. Record
2: in. both options and record, yes. and then edit the one in, and we'll react to me, you know, to the different <laughs> scores.
1: So James clearly won uh, this week with a score of three or possibly four to one. The referee. <laughs> yeah. Might not have heard, but he will provide a correction and a score update next week if needed. So that brings James to currently 24, might be 25, and Fry to 28. All right. Black Cauldron? No, that wasn't Disney. <sighs> oh, Fry. Why don't you tell him? why Yes, he... what do
0: we have today?
1: Well, this what? is 2019, 2019, and this is not Promare. As I would have pronounced it, mm-hmm. uh, this is Promare.
2: Promare. Okay. I spent this it, whole time calling it Promare. Thank you no, for it saying is, that.
1: And and if you and if you read the Kana, it is ro Ah.
2: I thought something. Yeah, I was because I saw the Kana like I didn't really pay attention until the end, and then I was like, I don't think that's Ray at the end. Mm. Eh, whatever. My, my, they probably know incredible. Japanese better than me.
0: My incredible mind powers are telling me this might be an anime. You've caught us. This is
2: an an anime. Uh, It is from the studio. I don't know if you've seen either of these. Are you familiar Hmm. with Gurren Lagann? Yeah, but I don't like it. Or Kill la Kill.
0: Uh, I've seen some of the art from that show, but the the show itself, no. I watched like half an episode. It wasn't for me.
2: Okay, so this is by the same studio, but I I want you to, to bear in mind that Since this is an action movie, both of those animes do have some time, but, you know, where there's stretches of things going on, developing the characters and setting up the big fights and stuff like that. There Mm. is no time for that in this movie. (laughs) This, just imagine, we've got mechs. I guess I should tell you what the movie's about. The movie's about firefighters.
1: Oh, in mechs?
2: In mechs. Kick ass. So... (laughs) The slightly longer concept here is that at some point, 30, 50 years ago, the timeline isn't exactly clear, uh, mm-hmm. some human beings began to sometimes spontaneously shoot massive amounts of fire out of them uh, when Oh, they were upset.
0: this adds a new context to the firefighter
2: thing. Yes. So you can, you can understand why the fire department start, suddenly needed a lot more funding. I, <laughs> can, can, I, can I make a couple of assumptions about
0: this? Because I think... I think I've seen enough anime to figure this, some of this out. Okay. Oh, go for when it. People, when people start shooting fire out of them, they, they become sort of enraged or monstrous or in other ways violent. And the firefighters have to literally fight these fire people and either kill them or extinguish them. I'm not sure how that Got it in one. Happen. All
2: right. Well, I mean, if fire is coming out of you, you are monstrous. <laughs> 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 like that is... We have said the same thing here. Fry
0: against people who spontaneously combust since 2022.
1: It is important to note that this fire is very malleable, and you know how the Flash makes his suit out of speed? Yeah. Okay, well, they can do that with fire.
2: I mean, yeah.
0: I, I was assuming some sort of pyrokinesis, yes.
2: Yes. But I, They they can make their equipment out of fire, they can yeah, form for the sure. fire into specific shapes, whatever you want, whatever the fire Like a needs giant to do. robot,
0: for example.
2: Don't Could jump be. ahead. <laughs> so... Oh, I love anime, it's so hilarious. This may not mean much to you if you haven't seen a lot of Gurren Lagann, but the main character has been copy and pasted from Gurren login and I've seen enough that I
0: would probably recognize wait are you talking about the older guy or the younger guy
2: I'm talking about the the older guy kamina
0: okay okay okay
2: he is exactly the same look and person <laughs> except that he's all about fighting fires instead of piercing the heavens that's it right everything right, else right. he says he the only talks about different my burning soul can't be stopped oh, it is, it's, it's, it's amazing they oh didn't even God. try it's so good no,
1: I feel like Hiroyuki Imaishi that's the guy mm. uh, I think he felt bad because he killed off the best character in Gurren and Lagen, yeah. so it's like we'll just put him in this movie now
2: what if we gave him some more time over here
0: I will say this about that studio. I might not have liked the shows they produce, but I do
2: like their art style.
1: Oh well. Think, oh yeah. you're
2: gonna love because this is just dripping with that style. It is it is balls to the wall for that style. Isn't
0: that the same studio that did the new
2: Cyberpunk uh it is! animated
0: series on Netflix. Yeah, they're and, and it's per their style's perfect for that show. Like yeah. it's yeah, it's a pretty good show, yeah despite being basically a marketing tool for the game. Hey, get back in. It doesn't crash now <laughs>
2: as much. So we've got a bunch of action sequences, of course. We start with one where, you know, a, a fire has started out. And, of course, they've got to go rescue. So basically a chance for us to get to see all the mechs. Yeah. The mechs look very much like some of the smaller mechs in Gurren Lagann. And if you're thinking, oh, okay. well, during that, sh- during that show, those mechs evolved and got bigger and bigger as different things happened. Is that going to happen in this movie? Yes.
0: I was also thinking that Gurren Lagann has the wackiest mech design I've ever seen. And I've seen like Gundam Wing and Ava and a whole bunch of
2: other ones. Gurren Lagann has the weirdest giant robots. Well, good news. Good news there. Uh, And so, (laughs) as as far as how like these mechs get into combat because lots of different shows have mechs with like a different signature way of getting in. The Ah, Evas famously rise up from the ground. Yes. These... They drive their fire truck up to wherever the fire is, load the mech into essentially a massive cannon on the back of it. I knew you
0: were going to say cannon. And then
2: just shoot that sucker wherever it needs to go. (laughs) So there is not a moment Um, wasted. Do these? So, no, never mind. Just continue. (laughs) I've left out one key detail of their technology as well. Because how do you fight people who can control living flame? Right you make guns that immediately create ice crystals. They, they shoot people with exploding ice cubes that freeze they make, around them. Nonstop. They, they,
0: they make flash freeze guns. That's yep. awesome.
2: Yes. Yeah. That is also what they use is like handcuffs at times. And then other times they have uh handcuffs to just do that inside of like some other containment thing to prevent yes. the ice from being the only thing holding them in. <laughs>
0: Yeah, ice famously temporary.
2: Yes. <laughs> so
1: Everything is they, temporary, they,
2: James. Well, everything is temporary when compared with the great fires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I bet I could get
0: a fire to last longer than a block of ice. Remember, the saying.
1: universe is going to be cold a hell of a lot
0: longer than it's hot. But my fire will last longer than an ice block, I guarantee. Your
1: burning soul.
2: <laughs> so we... <laughs> <laughs> so they go. They, you, we got the initial fire put out, yeah. and and what do you got to do at the end of of a fire mutant attack? But you got to arrest the fire mutants.
0: Yes. Okay. So we're going that route. We're not going with the killing them. Okay. That's nice. I like. Yeah. That. No. That's we're nice we're,
2: we're we're trying we're to arrest them. Enforcing the law. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and we're gonna find out pretty quickly. There's more than meets the eye here, as as you may believe. Naturally, as you are I not, was not surprised.
0: I was considering whether or not I should ask. Do they have? Do, how soon do they
2: find out who's making these people like this? Well, well, we we do find out who's making these people, but more importantly, who's collecting all these prisoners and what do they want them for? Oh, it turns out they've been gathering up every burnish that they could to <laughs> burnish. I, I the, don't they're know. They're called but, burnishes. Did, I must not have mentioned that they are called the burnish. <laughs>
0: I love that. That I love that. That just doesn't mean that in English. That's fantastic. No,
1: it
2: does
0: not at all. But it's perfect. <laughs> it's it
1: is, so it really doesn't is. mean. I lo- they just picked a word that had "burn" yeah. in it. They <laughs>
0: Just
2: yeah. went with it. it. So it it conveys the thought. I will give it that. So we we get to see these prisoners in this deep underground lab, and they are performing some tests on these guys to generate power using these burning people but not just power the ability to teleport these apparently what? can open interdimensional portals if you get them i swear to god you get them you strap them to essentially a centrifuge and spin them around <laughs> fast enough and it op- it lets you open a targeted teleportation
1: portal <laughs> Now, when you find out the source of their powers, it makes a little bit more sense, but... it uh-huh. mm-hmm. Only the yeah. slightest... So,
0: <laughs> I love... This is fantastic.
2: I, I, I do love the, the source of these powers as well. I, I think I'm going to talk yeah. about that too. So, yeah. they need to explain why suddenly, a few decades ago... Some people started being able to create fire with their mind. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that would be a good... uh, Maybe a good thing to have. It's a question you're going to have to answer in your your anime. So, apparently, there are parallel dimensions. And Ah. in a parallel dimension where Earth sits, there's a star made up of essentially sentient flame. Ah. And for unclear reasons... (laughs) <laughs> a portal briefly opened up between between the two dimensions and some of that sentient fire seeped into the Earth's core. Oh okay. and, I was not expecting that twist here we go. And some people just happen to have a mutation that makes them sensitive to that and they' be able they become able to channel this sentient fire through them. The
0: hilarious part about that, first of all, that makes perfect sense as an anime plot, but I do want to pick it apart because it's very funny. The thing I love about that is that technically, especially flame that's like as hot as the sun, I think all human beings are sensitive to it in a a different way. Well, arguably, yes. (laughs) Everyone is in some way sensitive to this. In the sense that you would be burned to a crisp, but these people can... Merge with the flame.
1: Apparently. There is so much narrative here. This is ten <laughs> seasons of an anime distilled into one two-hour movie.
0: Oh, okay. So, so this was a series,
2: and they no. oh no no no, 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 no it's no, not no. a just, series. Just the story writers have done this. No, oh, what, 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 so, what I'm saying is, if you okay. converted
1: this to an anime, it It'd would be, be ten, ten seasons, seasons yeah. long. It's yeah. like in fucking like Attack on Titan, where you're six seasons in before you oh the are made out of titans too spoiler yeah like yeah. no this is but by the time you get that twist in this movie you're 20 minutes in
0: i would like you to bleep out the word in there russ oh and, <laughs> because we shouldn't spoil good things only only the movies that we we have the
2: we have the warning at the beginning of the podcast we can spoil anything we want no, no but it's much much
0: funnier with the bleep i think i'm bleeping it It'll be funny. Trust me, Fry. Just, just trust me on this. It'll one. work. I I, I, I do agree. I think okay. It'll be funny. Awesome. 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 Uh,
2: I, I, that pause was more to remember where I was. So <laughs> lost
1: in contemplative thought.
2: <laughs> so these people who are sensitive to the the sentient fire, which is called the 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 Promare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it. I've accepted the, it, it now. It's, it's not even it's, funny. It's kind of like having a pyromaniac in your brain all the time because it's only instinct Ah. is to burn things right right because it is fire yes so they're essentially trying to control themselves all the time and not burn the world down and then you know kamina and the boys show up with their their firefighting mechs and really piss them off and they're like well maybe i'll burn down some more stuff
0: so, so this makes a lot of sense actually so People that were essentially, if you will, infected with fire, a la Star Trek, like that sure. kind of weird alien stuff that happens sometimes. And so it makes sense that the organization they're working for or somebody, whoever's taking these prisoners in is shady because you have to have that plot because otherwise the solution is, we'll just fling these people into the sun. You'll be fine. I <laughs> like, mean, they they would, would be probably really, be fine. Yeah. It would be an easy, like they'll be fine. The bur- At the very least, the fire will be fine and they'll
2: stop burning earth. So it'll be fine. Yeah. So there's one other complication, though, because Mm. every every bad guy also needs to have a reasonable motivation. And he's not just kidnapping these Burnish to use their power for his evil means. You see, when this all started happening and we brought sentient living flame accidentally into the Earth's core, (laughs) uh, it turns out that has not... Overall, been great for the earth. <laughs>
1: it's so <laughs>
2: unclear how the
0: sentient flame got from the earth's core to people that it's
2: so unclear. <laughs>
1: Dimensions.
2: Psychic resonance. Anyway, multiverse. Right, 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 right. So, the, 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 explanation is is not very well fleshed out i don't think any (laughs) geologist should watch this movie but essentially the planet's slowly getting hotter inside and the world's gonna explode pretty soon if we don't leave yeah so he is collecting all of the burnish Mm -hmm. and building this interdimensional spaceship and he's gonna spin them to death to open portals to take the spaceship through so they can move humanity to a different non-exploding
1: planet the neutrinos have mutated
2: yeah i love
0: this plan because the very first dimension they had contact with had sentient goddamn fire and they think they're gonna find a nice place to live here's this a, a good
1: place to live yeah. this is
0: a brilliant Where the evil fire plan. can think no i mean i mean that's the first thing they found in the next one it's just going to be like you know all humans are just like giant walking ding-dongs like it's, it's everything's not on a calm <laughs> It's not going to be good what they find. That's what I'm like. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like, oh, in this Earth, ants rule over it, and they do not give a shit about you.
2: <laughs> so as as this this is the overarching plot, you know the, yeah, the big yeah, things yeah. that are moving around. The story God, mostly focuses on on our Kamina copy paste. <laughs> You called him Kamina. You were going <laughs> to call him Kamina. Uh, his name is Gallo. Gallo. Uh, yeah. Gallo. Gallo. But, Look, he is Kamina. I don't, I don't think he's going to disagree. Um, Kamina 2. So, junior. Gallo-
1: it's, it's that thing in D&D where your character dies and you just write Junior after his name. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: junior. Cross out the third. Cross out. So Gallo has is the, the member of the firefighting force that we've been following. Yes. The Burning Rescue Squad, specifically. And... He has essentially gotten into this nemesis scenario with Leo, who is the leader of the Burnish. Specifically, mm-hmm. they call him the leader of the, organi- the terrorist organization, the Mad Burnish. <gasps> Good. Which is less of a terrorist name and more just a statement of how they feel about the world. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. just> mad. <laughs> uh, we're mad about this. This sucks. There's some angry boys,
1: huh? This is um, the... I cannot... Overemphasize enough how gay this movie is. This is the (laughs) gayest fucking. Everyone is queer coded, and no one even wears normal clothes. Like no, everyone dresses in those like they're from one of those Instagram ads you get where it's like I'm naked but I'm wearing a big hat. You know it's so good. Is it kind of like
0: JoJo characters? They're all JoJo characters. They're all uh, uh, oh yeah. yeah.
2: I love that shit in anime. It's great. One of the outfits that I particularly noticed just because of how ridiculous it was, one of the female characters was wearing very short shorts. Mm-hmm. On one leg, she had stockings going up all the way to the shorts. <laughs> and on the other leg, she had stockings going up to two inches below the shorts, just so there's that <laughs> little bit of thigh skin <laughs> showing.
1: Lots and, and, of and, suspenders and, in this movie. Lots yeah, of suspenders. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: These, all these people own many, many suspenders, garters, things to hold up various loose random pieces of clothing. It's yeah. incredible.
2: I, I, I don't think uh, I don't think Gallo wears a shirt for half of the movie. And <laughs> he he a, is a firefighter. He is his job <laughs> is to fight fires notoriously
1: hot. But his that's okay. His burning soul is hotter. Which is a line delivered multiple times. Yeah. I love that because
0: you'd think that would make it worse, but no, no, no. It's his power as a hero. This,
1: this movie is so quotable. I wrote down to, like, okay, so I... <laughs> one, it's self-aware because during the opening fight, one character goes, only an idiot poses while firefighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then there's another girl who uh, who's like the honey lemon of the team. She's like the inventor and shit. And it's, she has a quote, Inventions that make money are a heresy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: good. That's a really good quote. Oh, God. I, this is sounding pretty great,
2: Fry. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I've think i told you pretty much what I want to tell you. Though I guess the one other thing I want to mention just as yeah, far yeah, as yeah. how ridiculous and, and wonderful this movie is. Yeah. The leader of the city who is also the one who sees the impending demise of the Earth and builds the interdimensional ship to try to save humanity even if, though he's mm-hmm. the bad guy. His name is Cray Foresight. <laughs> <because he's laughs> the only character with
0: any foresight. Uh I thought you were going to say he's the only character with any uh, like crustacean ancestry. Okay, fantastic. Russ, Yo. would you... Cut.
1: I am <laughs> so fucking literally everything in this movie has been done before mm. everything every every everything this movie is if Guren Logan and kill a kill had a baby that's what's <laughs> happening here. Not only, it's, it's another mecha anime, but even weird ideas are recycled too. Even like burning magical characters as literal fuel. That's Warhammer 40,000. It's, it's all been done before. And it makes sense because our director here, uh, Hiroyuki Imaishi, was an animator for Evangelion. He worked on FLCL. He directed Dead Leaves, which is another great one. And he has this weird obsession with drills that he couldn't even leave out of this movie. So, like, Gurren Logan
0: has a very weird
1: use of drills. Yeah, it's all about drills, right? was amazing. He he, he chucks drills in here, too.
2: Yeah. The the climax involves some drills because we hadn't had (laughs) drills enough and he just couldn't stop himself. You know what? Knowing that, I hadn't thought about it before, but
0: knowing that about this particular director or an animator is going to... I think it's going to increase the enjoyment of
1: the movie. He's a weirdo. I love him. The super adaptive super robot that they get at the very end to fight the bad guy in this flick is even called the deus ex machina. Yes, it is. So, let's get into the history of that trope. Because I realize we've done 100 episodes and I've never like, talked about where that came from.
2: God from the Machine. God from
1: the Machine, exactly. It is a Latin translation of a Greek phrase, apo theos, or God from the Machine, and it was taken from the conventions of ancient Greek theater where actors who were playing gods were brought onto stage either using, like, a crane and pulley to drop them down or yes. a trapdoor in an elevator to bring them up. And it's thought to have been, well, it might have been created by Aeschylus. That's the same guy who was killed when a tortoise was dropped on his bald head by an eagle who mistook it for a rock and was trying to get at the juiciness therein.
2: It's also the guy who invented the escalator. Are we sure that eagle wasn't trying to get at the juiciness within Aeschylus?
1: No, we're not.
2: I mean, that eagle still could have gotten dinner.
1: Yeah, eagles don't give a shit. Like. It shows up in tragedies, it shows up in comedies, and Aeschylus used it, but it might uh, it might have been invented or popularized by Euripides, um, because more than half of his plays use it. And <laughs> A frequently cited example is uh, his Medea, in which the deus ex machina is a chariot sent by the god Helios that picks up Medea and takes her away from her husband to the safety of Athens. And it's never not been popular. Shakespeare uses it. It shows up in three of his plays, As You Like It, Pericles and Cymbeline. And there's loads of modern examples like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where the Ark of the Covenant... God comes out of it and kills all the Nazis. Uh, Avengers Endgame has time travel where they wrote themselves into a corner. And this is not in dispute. The writers have said they wrote themselves into a corner and we just use time travel to fix everything. Which comics do all the time. And also there's two in that one because you have time travel and you have Captain Marvel who was too powerful for all the other characters and she just swoops in at the very end and they had to like make up a reason to leave her out the entire movie. And yes, of course, I, I went there. The eagles in Lord of the Rings are a deus ex machina. Yes, of course. they could have carried the ring. Don't give me all that bullshit about they're a proud people and they're yeah. not going to. Fuck off, you weeaboo nerd. Yeah. If no. they carried the
2: ring, the movie doesn't happen.
1: They, yeah. Also, I guess the books. It's a story. Deal with it. Uh, and, Tolkien
0: realized that and he was terrified of the fact that he introduced <laughs> them. He was terrified.
1: T- Tolkien referred to their appearances as, quote, a dangerous machine. Yes. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. As you can see, these days it's usually considered lazy writing. If someone has uh, claims that you use a deus ex machina, it's because you ran out of ideas, you ended up in the marine knot, or, you know, whatever. Now, but here's my favorite part, and I didn't know this until I started researching for this podcast— when it was created, it was considered lazy writing. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Ancient oh Greeks God. thought it was a lazy trope, too. <laughs> I'm going to quote So, so t- is it a
2: criticism that that guy used it in half of his uh, half of his plays? Oh, it was
0: very much a criticism. Okay. Uh, th- I would imagine the spectacle of the mechanical stuff was what people yeah. loved. Yeah, not yeah. necessarily the writing. It's that good to been see Transformers.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a spectacle. Uh, Antiphones, the uh, Greek comic poet, wrote a poem about how tired the trope was. (laughs) 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 And here is the translation from Antiphones. When they don't know what to say and have completely (laughs) given up on the play, just like a finger they lift the machine and the spectators are satisfied.
2: (laughs) And- I, I I wish that the the poet who wrote that could have been given a glimpse <laughs> of all of human history the two thousand years later. Yeah, we're not gonna stop. We're gonna keep doing that.
1: Aristotle. Aristotle wrote about what a tired thing it was. He wrote, a contrivance must be used for matters outside the drama, either previous events which are beyond human knowledge or later ones that need to be foretold or announced. For we grant that the gods can see everything, there should be nothing improbable in the incidents. Otherwise, it should be outside the tragedy.
0: Oh my goodness, that's funny.
1: But of course, the deus ex machina is recycled, mechs are recycled, camina is recycled, all the ideas here are recycled. But that brings us back to pro-mare we've said before on this podcast that there are no original ideas and so when you inevitably yeah. recycle ideas you've got to put them in a shiny new wrapper to make them look interesting yeah remember in pacific rim when one monster uh, when ro- one robot hits a monster with a tanker ship oh yeah like <laughs> a baseball bat well in yeah. this movie they use a skyscraper
0: oh kick ass
1: and the day people
0: died the
1: Deus ex machina <laughs> in this wrapper is ever so shiny. It's glittery and pretty and gorgeous and fun and it's so over the top and even the tired old references are just an excuse to have big pretty robots punching each other
2: <laughs> and it is it is gorgeous too the the animation yeah. at every step every frame is gorgeous.
0: yeah, they're a really talented studio
2: yeah for sure when it comes to that all
0: right. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, obviously I'm sold. Clearly, I can watch this. It sounds this is right on my alley. Giant stupid robots hitting giant stupid fire people robots with buildings. I'm on board. <laughs> it's good. Um, Russ Fry, do you have any recommendations for the listeners?
2: You know, I did. I did have a recommendation. Hmm. Uh, I I will say I finally watched Thor Thor Love and Thunder. Thunder. Yes, and. It is not. I, I had gotten the impression from the <laughs> reviews that it was, like, a terrible movie. It's not. It's not as good as the, the last one, uh, Thor. Uh, Ragnarok. God, Rag, Ragnarok. It's not mm-hmm. as good as Ragnarok, but it's it was a great time. It had some really good moments, especially towards the end. And you know what? If you're, a, if you're someone who enjoys Marvel movies, James, I know you're not, but maybe <laughs> someone who listens, give it a try. Like, if you've been holding yeah. off because you're like, oh, the reviews are so bad. It's still a decent Marvel movie. You're going to have a good time.
1: Watch it for Christian Bale.
2: One other, you know, one other thing I wanted to recommend, a friend of mine is doing a Kickstarter to open up a new independent bookstore here in DFW called oh, Talking cool. Animals Books. The idea is that it's both a bookstore and a little bit of a community gathering spot. They they've already reached over 50% of their goal. In fact, as of right now, they are at 58% of their goals, so a little bit over 50. 23 days to go, and if that sounds like something you'd be interested in seeing come to life, you would check it out. We'll put the link in the show notes.
0: Yeah, if you're in the DFW area, check it out. Link will be in the show notes.
2: I mean, you can donate if you're not, too. You just probably won't be able to come to the
0: bookstore. That's over. true. If you just really like books, then you could also do that. I have a recommendation. I recently watched part of the Cyberpunk 2077 anime on Netflix, and it's pretty darn good. I was so fucking skeptical going into this thing. I'm like, oh, okay. They patched the fucking video game when it came out. It, you know, it was crashing and people didn't like it, and for good reasons. And they're like, oh, they just want to get people back into the game. But it's a good show. <laughs> I gotta recommend it. So, yeah, I might have to give that a try. Oh, damn it, Russ. Why are you sharing that? Oh no, no, the, that's, that's Sorry,
2: I'm on the I'm on the wrong tab here. Sorry, you that's sure the are. Bristol All right. Chart. Let's get rid of. They're ready. only less than dollars. Like
0: Can you please <laughs> click away? Thank you, God. All right, let's remove uh, animated and action, so we don't repeat oh, ourselves.
2: Okay.
0: Be... And romance. Remember, we've still got that
1: too. Oh I no! Was wait, if you wait, were catch wait! 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 Boys, boys, we don't have to yeah. spin the wheel. What? Oh, it's spooky season. Oh, you're, oh, you're right. right. The next we don't da- need da- to da- da- spin da- 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 anything here.
0: Right, wh- wh- what are what are, what are we calling it this year? Is is it like? Skeletober?
1: No, it's it's oh. it's it's spooky season.
0: <laughs> Fry, has, well, then, Fry has made Fry, the wheel spin- horror. Just horror. <laughs> and it's horror. Oh, lo and behold! All right, <laughs> boys, we do horror every year because that's how October works, yep. and. Would you like me to kick us off with like a subgenre or some kind of feature, or do you guys have something in mind you want to start with?
1: If only we had a wheel for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We need no. no, Let's do it. Let's
1: spin the wheel, and it'll it'll be horror. Like whatever it comes up on, it's going to be horror.
0: (laughs) Well, I was I was thinking like subgenre,
1: you know. No, no, we're gonna get we're gonna get that. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, spin the wheel. Try bring it back. Bring it back.
0: Bring it back. I don't, I don't understand this plan, but I'm all, no, no, all no. It'll work.
1: It. It'll work. Watch. Okay. It, it's good. Okay. Comedy oh, horror. God
0: damn it. it
2: horror comedy. Work. Horror
1: comedy. That's great. That's perfect. I love it. Those? Plenty of
0: those. I love it. Yeah. All right, boys. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll go with, with, with as the Great Wheel says. But I do, I do just want to say, most horror comedies are pretty bad.
1: No.
2: No, you're you're that's incorrect.
1: You're you mean you mean on this podcast where we only exclusively watch the best of the best? Ah, oh, <laughs> shut the front door.
0: All right, well, just you know, let's let's try to have a good one. I, I'm excited to find some new <laughs> horror movies that I don't know about. So let's let's do it. Also, Fry, does this does this wheel let you add stuff to it? Of course. Okay, next time we're adding cosmic, and then we're gonna spin the
1: wheel. Ooh, you just want a cosmic <laughs> horror, don't you?
2: Well, I don't, I mean,
1: yeah. <laughs> hey,
2: hey. Hey, you know what? I think here's an idea. Let's prep this for next week. Yes. It, let me know se- several sub, you know, sub-genres I will. of horror. I will send you and my And we'll spin explicitly that.
0: I will send you, well, no, I mean, I'll. it still should be more than one. But I'll send you the ones that I that I want.
2: Yeah, no, I, I mean, send me like
0: three or four or five and yes. we'll, we'll spin with just those. Okay, fantastic. For now, comedy, horror, or horror comedy excellent well uh does anyone else have any dumb shit they want to say before we end the episode no okay
2: i'm all good i got all my dumb shit out
0: perfect thank you everyone for listening to hey james watch this have a great day and don't drink bleach hold
2: on let me say that again (coughs)
0: Hmm. yeah i had a frog in my throat thank
2: you everyone well fuck i fucked it up oh wow he's in his head now can't
1: do it (laughs) can't be between your ears when you're talking
2: Thank you,
0: everyone, for listening to Hey James, Watch This. Have a great day. Don't drink bleach.